I just wanna be Welcome to the Push Power to Power Show Presented by Uraldi Media A show where we interview entrepreneurs, business owners, startups All the way to CEOs on their journey to success And what they learned along the way The show is so informative, I just love it Listen, my whole family loves it, man Our goal is to power you up to the next level Are you ready? I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready The show starts with Jesus Ortiz Right now Let me go ahead and break it down Below at the bottom, I thought I drowned Surrounded by smiles, I had a friend And we are live Man, welcome everybody Welcome to the Push Power to Power show So I'm happy to be here, man I was in a rush, man Isn't it crazy? I just got here, dropped the backs Opened up the computer, put in the, the 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 camera, went to the restroom, washed my face, and I was like, boom, another podcast of the day. Cause today was a an amazing day, man. I had a podcast in the in the morning with a digital marketing e-commerce guy. Then we went out there and he started training me how to take pictures and we took some cool pictures and all of that. We went out to eat lunch and then right now we went out to eat dinner and I was like Boom, drove over here, and I was like, man, I cannot miss this show tonight because it's the 7.30 p.m. show, man, the video box, man, and I'm hoping y'all ready, man, because I know I am, and I know some of y'all want to ask some questions about the video box that I got right here, and I've been showing around a lot of people here in Houston, and they're like, damn, that's going to change the game. I'm like, dude, it's already changing the game, but let's get ready for the show, and we'll be back right now. Woo! I'm excited. I'm about to pop the guest today, Mr. Caleb Wild, right now in a little minute. To everybody that's watching right now, if you got a computer or your phone, you already know what to do. Share this, share the prize, share the love, and and grab your phone, grab your notepad, because we're gonna give a lot of value. Today was just the the day was nothing about giving value, value, but I mean, damn, like I don't even believe, I don't even believe this energy that is coming out for me, man. I was already tired. I'm like, I still got to do the 730. So I was like, woo, people, people thinking I was out drinking and stuff right now when I got to the studio. I'm like, nah, man, it's just me. When I know I got to know, have another interview, boom, my energy just come back. So I know my why, the purpose, what I'm this pushing me through. I'm like, man, especially with this dude, man, Caleb, wow, man, it's, you're going to see the passion that I have for the podcast, the passion he has for the video box. That's just kills right there, man. It's just amazing. But hey, nonetheless, let me bring him in here. Hey, hey. Oh, hey. What is going on, Jesus? What's going on, my buddy? Hey, I'm wearing green. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day is I'm wearing black. I'm not, I'm definitely not, I'm not in the St. Patrick's Day colors right now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know, dude. I just I, I in the morning, I just like throw in the shirt and let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Dude, you got me up past my bedtime here. (laughs) (laughs) 
You, you're joking about your energy being low for the 7.30 show. I'm like, I'm normally out of the office by like 3, 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock sometimes. You got me, went home, I had, I had a snack, and I'm like, all right, I got to go back. And went back to the office, and like, I was about ready to need to like take a nap and lay down, but I'm not. Here I am. <laughs> I was going to do that. Like, I was at my friend's house, the one that I did the podcast in the morning. And then he's like, hey, dude, let's go out and take some content. Let's do some video content. Let's go out there, take some pictures, and I'll edit them and everything. And then we went to lunch together. And then he's like, dude, I'm hungry. And I was like, dude, we just ate. No, dude, it's 530 already. It's about 3 6. <laughs> like, damn. I was like, I got to be at the studio so I can do the podcast. Like, let's go get some uh, Mexican burgers, eat them back here, and then you head out. And man, it was like nothing but value day. Like I learned so many things. Like I always buy cameras, dude, professional, and I never use them. They're always on my back. Like I always have friends coming, and they yeah. are like, "Can you use it?" Because I don't know anything about the ISO. <laughs> but today was a learning experience, dude. Like I love yeah. it, dude. He's like, "This is how you take it when you see the light." I was like, yep. "Damn, I don't have nothing to say, but thank you." He's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna keep on teaching you." I'm like, man. And then before I left, I showed him, I showed him this. He's like, he just dropped. He's like, man. Like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And I've been happy to have the box showing everybody. And everybody's like, damn. That's so funny. I've seen this. I'm like, oh, trust yeah. me. This is going to pick up, man. <laughs> cool, man. I love it. I love it. Well, now that I have you here, People watching us, you know, I mean, I'm thank you that you're here. Welcome. Let me see. Welcome. Kata, right there. Boom. And uh, we're just, I, I want you to start right now from the beginning. You know, like I say, the beginning is just present yourself and let the audience know who you are, where you came from. Um, all of the little things, you know, and then I just ask him some questions. Cool. All right. Well, my name's Caleb. I'm the founder of the Video Box Company. Um, I'm based out of St. Louis, Missouri, born and raised here and lived here my whole life. And uh, I mean, I don't know how deep Jesus wants me to go here, but uh, you know, whenever whenever I was a kid, my my story was much like a lot of people that um, you know that create videos. I started making videos at a very young age. I was probably nine or ten years old whenever whenever I first picked up a camera. Started making videos and uh, absolutely fell in love with the process of storytelling and creating content. And uh, this was before we had you know smartphones and things that made it really easy for us to make content like now. And so back in the day, I was using a uh, like an over the shoulder VCR camera that would read the VCR tapes. So you know. Using an iPhone now where it's like, you know, you just point and shoot and you're done. It's so much easier than what, what we would have to do whenever we were shooting with stuff like that. So um, long story short, whenever I was a kid, I just absolutely fell in love with the process of making videos. And, uh, you know, gradually that that brought me through high school and through college. And, uh, you know, I started my company whenever I was 16 years old. And uh, it wasn't the video box company. It was a video production company. And I did that for about a decade where I was making videos and I was going into companies and helping them with um, their video content and creating content and all of this awesome stuff. And uh, we started to notice a pattern emerge after we would work from company to company to company. And, uh, you know, our company worked probably like many other companies did where we started with small businesses first because they were just the easiest barrier barrier to entry and then we gradually started getting larger and larger clientele and uh the problem 
with video production is to do it at a really high level, it's really expensive, right? It's not cheap to have a really high quality video made. So some of these companies would come in and they would pay us 10, 20, 30, 50, six figures in some cases to create video content for them. So we would create all this awesome stuff. We would pass it off to them and their team and we'd never hear from them again, mm. okay? Until they wanted more stuff created, okay? But that wasn't the problem. The problem is we were watching them and we wanted to see how they would use what we made. And the problem is that no one was using it at all. We're like, why Why is this happening? And so we started making some phone calls. We had some really big clients and we would reach out to them like, hey, you know, is everything okay with the videos? Is there something wrong? Did you not like the story that we shared? Like, no, 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 we loved it. It was awesome. Uh, we, you know, we just don't really know what to do with these. And I'm like, you don't know what to do with them. They're like, yeah, like we kind of put the cart before the horse here. We didn't really have a strategy behind how to use them. Uh, you know, and so we just made videos and now we're like, we'll put it on our website. Right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you, you can't spend all that time, effort and energy in creating a video and not have a good strategy behind its use. Right. And so phone call after phone call, uh, client after client, it was the same story over and over again. Hey, why aren't you using the videos? We don't know how. We don't, we don't know where to put them. We don't know how to use them. We don't know how to drive traffic. We don't know how to like actually make money with these things. And uh, I got sick and tired of hearing that same old song and dance. And so we transformed our video production company into a video marketing company. And we began exploring, um, you know, and, and doing all of the same stuff that a lot of other uh, marketing agencies are doing right facebook ads google linkedin youtube instagram all of the, the same stuff right and uh, we had a lot of success with it not dogging on those platforms at all they were great um but uh after years and years of doing this we eventually bumped into a client who did not have an audience in the online space hmm. couldn't reach them okay and for this particular client it was a mayor Okay, so like someone who led a community, right? A city, a municipality, a mayor. If you've ever run an ad online, good luck targeting a mayor. We've tried. Very, very difficult to get in front of these guys, especially in the online space without one of two things happening. Either A, you're spending way too much money trying to get in front of them because you don't really have the targeting tools to say, I want a mayor, right? At least at the date of the, the time that we were doing this, maybe in the future they'll have that, but at, when we were doing it, they didn't. And uh, so we came to the realization that we're like, wow, we're gonna have to go offline with our advertising efforts here, right? And that was a little scary at first because we were like, you know, online advertising is way, way more simple. It's the, the barrier to entry is extremely low because it's like, you could go to Facebook and say, I wanna spend $5 and like, test it and see if it works and run and all that kind of stuff. Right. But when you go offline, it, it's not, it's not, it's not as easy. Right. Or at least it didn't feel like that at first. And so we came to the conclusion that we would have to use um, those same advertising principles in the offline space. And we're like, okay, we got to go direct mail. Like that's, that's the only other option. Right. And so with my background for video and my love for video, because I know video works, I've done it for so long. I was like, we have to use video. We have to incorporate video into this campaign. And uh, long story short, um, we were like, okay, how do we send someone a video in the mail, right? It's like, well, there's a couple of options, I guess. You could send someone like a little postcard with a little QR code that they could like pull up on their phone. 
you know, and watch a video that way. I'm like, that's an option, but it's not really that cool. And I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe we could send them like an iPad or like a cheap little Kindle fire tablet or something like that in the mail, you know, where they get it and they're just like really, really impressed by it. And then we, we kind of bumped into some other issues where we're like, okay, well, if we send them a tablet, then they're going to open it. And then we're expecting them to do too many steps just to get to our video. Cause they're gonna have to open it, unlock it, navigate to the photos app, tap the play button, and then not get distracted by anything else that that tablet can do. And hopefully they watch our video, right? We're like, eh, let's scrap that. And it can be perceived as a bribe in certain industries. We're like, let's, let's push that off too. And I was like, I had heard of the concept of these video boxes. And I was like, what if we gave that a try, right? And I was like, let's try it and, and let's see what happens. And long story short, we ran our very first video box campaign inside of our, our video marketing company. And uh, what happened next just completely blew our expectations out of the water. Um, hey, it, it, am I going too deep into the story or is this no, good? No, so good. Go. Okay, okay, cool. You're good. So after we got the results back, right? We launched the campaign, we built all the videos, we created all the stuff that we needed to create. This is actually um, the, the, uh, the campaign that we ran is this box right here, okay? We sent this box out and our expectation with, with us and with our client was that, you know, direct mail, if you do a really, really good job, I mean, you're just crushing it. Between like two and three, three and 5% response rates are just blowing it up. You're blowing it out of the water, right? So for every hundred postcards or letters that you send, if you get two to 5% to respond, you're doing great. Right. And so we were like, like if we send one of these, right, where they, they open it up and this is really cool mailer, right. Maybe we could get 10%, right. Like that's, that's really like, those, those would be really, really good numbers, right? And we're like, yeah, I, I think 10% is probably a reasonable number, right? And there was not really any data that we could pull from whenever we were kind of doing this because nobody's doing it. And so it's like, there wasn't like this big old pool of people where I'm like, yeah, they did it and they did it and they did it. And like, here's all of this data. It was, it's not something that's like a new concept, but there's not a lot of people that have done it that have shared their results. And so we were kind of flying in blind the first time. So we, we launched this campaign expecting to get a 10% response rate, you know, on a good day. And 60% of the mayors who received one of these boxes responded and they called and they had a conversation with the salesperson in an effort to set up a time to accept the offer that, that my client had made them in that box. And it completely blew our entire expectation out of the water whenever we did that. And uh, it blew my client, my client's expectations out of the water too. So much, in fact, that I got a call, and they were like, "Hey, don't send any more boxes." And I'm like, <laughs> "What do you mean, don't send any more boxes? Like, we haven't even sent all of them yet. What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Too many people are responding. We're not ready to handle this yet. Like, pump the brakes here. We don't have the manpower to actually go out and do all of the the uh, the." It was a facility needs assessment, basically, where they were having men go out to the into the field and doing this stuff. We don't, we don't have the manpower right now. Don't send anymore. Put this on pause. And I was like, heck freaking yes. <laughs> Marketing that worked so good that I got my client calling me saying, shut it off. It's, it's too much. You've overwhelmed us. And we hadn't, even, we hadn't even sent all the boxes out yet. And so long story short, 
That's why I love these things. They work so freaking good when it comes to reaching, impressing, and selling your dream level customer or prospect um, that uh, we took our video marketing company and uh, we kind of merged it in um, with, with a new entity, um, which is the video box company, where that's all we do now is we help business owners and entrepreneurs um, really do two things. And that's open doors that they see to be locked, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, if, you're on the, if you're on the other end of your, your screen right now and, and you're someone who feels like you have a door that you just cannot get open, if you have a client that feels unreachable to you, but you know that your product or your service or your idea is so good that if you could just get in the room with them and pitch it, that they would totally buy it, right? But you feel like that door is just locked tight, right? And all that you're trying to do is land an appointment with them. That's what we help people do in our company. We help entrepreneurs and business owners open locked doors and land appointments with their dream level prospects. And we do it using these. So. We're kind not, of a long, long-winded explanation no, there. But. It's all good because I know when we talked about it and you told me this, I was like, just blown away. I was like, man, something like this, that, like you said, it's been there, but they didn't do no marketing. The people that had these boxes before and you captivated that moment and said, why not? Nothing's going to hurt. If it doesn't go for yeah. 10% or anything, we can do another campaign and we'll see. But that first campaign just rocked and rolled, and you're like, oh, damn. Let's just hit it. <laughs> yep, you got it. Let's just hit it. Look, I'll have a question that, like, my first podcast guy asked me to ask you. and But before we go through that, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, okay. Let's get back in time when you were a little kid. Do you remember anything that kind of that you now know and be like, damn, when I was that age, Damn, I was a leader already. I was inspiring myself to be something that I am right now. Because those things are like, I coming back to me today. Like when I was talking to the guy in the morning when I was at his house, and he's like, damn, that's that's cool. Because you realize something that you had when you were little and you didn't even know that until like right now. And like those moments are pretty cool. Like, let me ask if you probably or I'll probably bring you to the moment that you remember right now. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, so that's kind of a hard question to answer. I would say probably, um, so I was the oldest of seven, seven kids. We're all really, really close. And uh, whenever we were, um, when, when we were kids, I was actually homeschooled for a season of my life. So between second grade and uh, fifth grade, um, me and all of my siblings were homeschooled. Um, God bless my mother, because I don't, I don't know how she did it with seven kids homeschooling yeah. all of us at the same time. Um, but uh, I think because of that, that kind of enabled us to get a, um, an education in a little more creative manner um, because we weren't just, you know, going to school and doing the same exact routine that everybody else was doing. Um, it was actually my mom, right, who was teaching us every day, and she would do things a little differently, right? There was a little more creative. There was a little more um, leeway in kind of what we were allowed to do throughout the day. And uh, one of the things that we would do is make videos, right? And so as a kid, it's, it's really funny, like looking back on it. Um, but the thing that ultimately propelled me to where I am today when it comes to creating content was using that big over the shoulder VCR camera that I found stashed in my parents' closet. And we would make just 
these terrible looking back on them videos um that uh you know that we just so enjoyed right we were we just fell in love with the whole process of creating videos and uh, we would like create little mock star wars videos we would create our own little short films that we would write and direct and create and shoot and all that kind of stuff and uh you know i'd say probably looking back that was probably the thing that kind of really got me started into the, the direction that i um that i'm on now um kind of was that moment so I, I don't know if that answers your question no, or yeah not, but, dude, it's cool because you brought up yeah. that big camera and in my mind i was like i wish that he had it right here with dude i've it's still at my parents house i should totally like get it and go like hang it up on the wall or something because <laughs> i do remember those big that's when you i'm a visual person when you said that i was like yeah i imagine yourself you know with that but Leaving the live, you know, joy, enjoying that part. <laughs> Dude, the crazier thing about them cameras, at, at least my parents, they didn't have a battery. And so it had to be plugged into the wall at all times. And so whenever you're nine or 10 years old, you know, and you got brothers and a sister who are much younger than you running around and they unplug that thing while you're recording, makes you kind of mad because you just lose everything, right? <laughs> so we'd run around and we'd have maybe, I don't know, 10 feet that we could walk in any direction before that thing would unplug from the wall. It's like, again, we are so blessed to have these things now. It's sure. just, it, this completely made everything so much easier when it comes to making and creating videos and content and stuff, just changed the game 100%. But like, uh, like that's, that's a people, different. Go ahead. Um, don't just, just because you don't have a camera or anything like professional and, but you have this, damn, start. <clears throat> Start with this. Yeah. It don't matter if it's Android or or uh, Apple. The cameras on both of them are really good. Video wise, you already know you can be creative with those, man. Yeah, yeah. That's um that's one of the things that I, I have a lot of people that reach out to me who are like, "What's the best camera? You know, what what camera should I get?" Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, the one in you got pocket. in your pocket. What what do you what do you mean? What camera should you get? It's like these things are so good right now that. It, this is just a tool, right? Yeah. It's like, if you know how to use this, this tool, you can make this look just as good as that camera that's sitting right over here, right? Like that's a five or $6,000 setup behind me right there. It's like, but because they're both just tools, all it takes is the knowledge on how to use the tools and you can make this look just like that, right? Just a little bit of light here, a little bit of here, good to go. Exactly. And that, that's exactly. amazing. When people ask me the same thing, I said, you already got it in your pocket. And they like just looked at me weird. Like, I don't have a camera in my pocket. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> yep. And like yep. your phone. But you got to be, like you said, the first thing you got to be knowledgeable and know how to use it. There's so many ways. Locate this way, this way, slow motion. But people don't want to take that time. They're like, oh, hell no. It's the same thing if you use a professional camera. You got to do the same thing. Yep. You got to edit. <laughs> yep. Same process. Same oh, yeah. Process. That's that's what I learned today with those pictures and stuff. I was like, because I just recently got that that uh, Canon, the EOS R, whatever. Yeah. Like, and it's been in my backpack, dude, since I bought it new. I haven't used it. It's just been there. Yep. Like I always do. I always keep on there. I was like, I'm going to use it tomorrow. Because <laughs> he's good at that. But yeah. when today I got that lesson, I was like, <clears throat> forget that, man. I saw the pictures and the quality. I was like, that camera has that shit. I'm like, I know that, you know, a phone, like I said, we take pictures, but you know, yeah. a camera, that's what it's meant to be to take pictures or that kind of video. 
Like, yep. man, I got to get up to it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. But let's get to the nitty gritty. I know that he asked me, and this is good if you want to answer, if not, because I, I want people to know, you know, <clears throat> that it's not for everybody and that the campaign, you can do it yourself, you teach them, or your team can do it for you, right? And Correct. I want to make sure that the people know, like, what is the investment that you got to make this? Because I was telling him, I didn't ask him when I talked to one in one on one, but I'm going to ask him on the show. And because this is it's not a game, like if you really want to scale up high ticket prices, yeah. it has to be an, just like everything else. It's an investment. Yep. So good question. I, I hear this one all day, every day, every single day. It's the most common question that I get is how much do these things cost. Right. How much does the video box cost? Right. And the way I answer it is I tell people to do what I like to call the boxing math, okay? And the boxing math is my fun way of just saying, you know, figuring out if it makes sense for you, right? I'll tell you who these are not for, okay? Mm. Video boxes are not for you if you don't sell something that's expensive and you don't stand to make a whole lot of money whenever you sell it and if you're not already doing some kind of marketing, right? And I say that for two reasons. Number one, if you're selling something cheap, you probably can't afford the cost of doing the advertising, right? If you're selling t-shirts and you only stand to make 20 or 30 bucks, you're not going to cover the cost of the video box. Doesn't make sense to do it. Stay far away from these things. Go run a Facebook ad or something, right? The second piece, if you're not already, already doing marketing of some kind, generally what I see in my experience, and it's kind of, it's a silly thing. People that aren't spending money on advertising, They'll reach out and they're like, oh, I want to do one of these. And it's like, why would you do one of these if you're not already spending marketing dollars somewhere else, right? And I'll tell you what happens on the end of that phone call every single time is we get to the very end and they never buy, right? And it's not because they don't see the value in this. It's because they don't see the value in doing marketing, period, right? Somewhere there's a disconnect, right? And so I always tell people, if you don't sell something that's expensive and you're not already doing marketing, go do something else, right? Stay far away from these things. Who this is for is someone who is selling something that's high ticket, right? You have a high ticket sale. You have a, what I like to call a high ticket relationship, right? Where maybe you're not after a sale, right? Maybe you're after a very big relationship with someone that could pay off in the future, right? For something else, right? Think about something like this, right? If I want to get on the Joe Rogan podcast, right? Mm. I'm not trying to sell that guy anything. I'm just trying to reach him and impress him. And I am trying to sell him something. I'm just not trying to sell him a product or service. I'm trying to sell him me, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you're reaching into some place like that, this is perfect, right? If you're reaching into like that C-suite level, you stand to make a whole lot of money, right? Two, three, five, 10, 15, 25, $100,000 or more. These are for you, right? I can tell you all of the clients that we work with, they sell expensive stuff, right? It doesn't make sense to use one of these if you don't sell expensive stuff or you don't stand to have a really good relationship that gets built from one of them, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so on average, just to kind of give you an idea on cost of these things, um, one of these things, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's like a sliding scale. It's just like anything else in this world, right? The more you order, the cheaper it gets per box, right? For say a hundred of these things, and 100 is the most common starting place for a number of reasons, okay? Because what we teach people to do is not go, cool, let me get five of these things and I'm gonna just test them and see if they work. You ain't gonna, that's not a test, 
Mm -hmm. Just not. Would you go run a Facebook ad and only put it in front of five people and then at the end of that test go, oh, it worked or oh, it didn't work? No, that's not how this that's not how this game works either. Same exact thing. This is a numbers game. Okay, marketing period is a numbers game. Right. And so we always tell people start with 100 of these things. Okay, it's a small scale test that helps you gauge whether or not it's going to work for you or not. Typically after your first hundred, you know, hey, it's working great, or hey, we need to tweak something in our campaign, right? For a hundred, you're looking at about 55 bucks per video box that you actually send out, right? So hefty investment if you're not selling something that's expensive or you don't stand to make a really big relationship with somebody, right? So right there, that deters a lot of people from ever wanting to try to use one of these things because they're like, $55, what? And I'm like, Okay, my question back is, if your dream client isn't worth $55 to get in their hands, mm. how much are they worth? That's true. Right? Hey, Seuss, if you stand to make $10,000, if you sell your client, $55 isn't worth getting in their hands to talk to them? Oh, no, it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Maybe maybe it should be more like twenty or thirty thousand dollars. Right. If you stood to make that much is fifty five dollars worth it to get in front of them. Right. So you, you, you kind of see kind of where I'm going with this. Um, but, but it really just kind of comes down to the, you know, the things that people place value in, essentially. Right. Some people, um, they can't get past that. Right. They're like fifty five dollars. It's like but then on the flip side, they'll pay fifty five dollars on a Facebook ad right to acquire a client or other means of advertising and things of that nature so anyway it's kind of a roundabout answer but no uh, no this is good yeah. because that's what i wanted to, everybody to know that it's like everything else but you put it in perspective not for like just the box but anything else that you want to go do with somebody a business it's always like that is the value that they're giving you and right. then you're like oh it's too expensive for this but it's not what it is that you're giving is the experience that you already have that you have i have they have because you can go and do maybe a third uh, somebody that does a five-hour work and you you have 10 years more and you can go out there for 30 minutes and people are like damn i gotta pay you five thousand for 30 minutes it's not about the 30 minutes it's all, all the experience that you have right right and the I other thing that. too the other thing too with these things is it's like you got to think about what your competition's doing Right. And, and, and everybody's kind of got a different, you know, a different story to tell there. But it's like most of the people that I work with, their competitors, they're all doing the same stuff. Right. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on Instagram and Google and YouTube and everybody's doing the same thing. Right. Clubhouse. Yeah, I'm not on Clubhouse yet, but I, I'm, I'm working my way in there. I'm, st I'm still feeling my way through it. But it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like when that happens, where the market is just so saturated with everybody doing the same exact stuff, it gets noisy, right? I'm sure you see it. I see it all the time. We're being marketed to all the time, right? Yep. And you start to just you, you put horse blinders on, right? You're like, no, nah, that's an advertisement. Nope, not looking at that. No, I, I don't, I don't want to see that. And so you got to do something that cuts through the noise and the clutter of all of that to get someone to go, whoa, okay, that's different. Tell me more, right? Let's have a conversation about this, right? And that's part of the reason why I'm so gung-ho about these things. I, I think they're the perfect tool for the, uh, the chapter that we're in as a society where 
attention is so hard to come by. It's so hard to grab and hold on to and keep, especially in the digital space, that mm -hmm. this is a different um, angle that you can attack a customer at now that it reaches them a little better. It impresses them. And a lot of times it invites and it opens the door for you to pave the path and to actually get in there and sell them whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Right. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The lights went up. Nah. <laughs> no, and you're right. You got a big point on that. And that's what I was like. You capture my attention because I saw one of your sponsors. Uh, you're running an app. That's how I saw this. Yeah. And I was like, hold on, hold on. And I clicked it and I went in and I saw the whole thing. I was like, video, Bob. <laughs> Everybody's doing something and, and it just grabbed the attention. I was like, nobody's doing something like this. Right. Everybody's doing it there. We're coaching or anything. You're you're doing your thing. You know, you're probably throwing a hook point different that it works. Don't get me wrong. If you do it the right way, it's going to work and you'll get some leads and close them. But this was like, oh, ouch. like I stopped in a break. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. And I got so happy. Like when I saw it, I was like, man, I got to go find him. And, and right. find him. <laughs> that's what I did, man. When I see yeah. things, like you said, it's like everything is like a competition. Like everybody sees it, but when you see something that's kind of going to disrupt that and it's going to be something that's going to be there for years, just like Facebook, how it started. It was what? Yeah. Face, face thing. And you could just see who's hot or not. And then it just kept on evolving, evolving. And look what it is now. There's mostly advertisement and sponsorships. And now, boom, you bring something like this. You're like, that's the next big thing. It's going to get there a couple of years. And then as you're the founder, you're going <clears> to. <throat> things different and you're gonna be like, I can do this now can do that now can scale up faster and you're in it just like everything else like you said YouTube yeah it, it's all the same thing yeah it's, it's all it's all the same yep look what happened to clubhouse it came in I didn't even know when it came out people were like clubhouse 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 and I was like what the hell is this and then they said only iPhones and I was like what only iPhones yeah and, you, <laughs> and, you, and they have to invite you and I was like what so I can I can download but I cannot use it Nope, yep. somebody has to buy you. I'm like, okay, that's a different, you know, <laughs> different thing. You know, it's like people go there. Like I didn't, I haven't used it. Like you said, like yourself, I, they invite me and then I go and they put me as a moderator to speak. And I was like, I saw this as an opportunity. I was like, damn, we can grow a community here. Yeah. You can build your own little community and everybody's there. The real Bradley, Grant Cardone, all of them. And you listen <laughs> to them right there. You know, it's like, this is good to learn and write and, and, and uh, send them out to, you know, your place, to your Facebook or anything, or just build a, a better relationship with them as, instead of just pitching, you know, being in there pitching. Yeah. And I was yep. like, this is good. And I'm like, and my friend in the morning, he's like, dude, we got to start doing some clubhouse. Like said, just a little day, because I know they say it's addicted. And I know I, I heard people being there for five, 10 hours. I'm like, I will not be able to be 10, five, 10 hours in that, man. That's like, I said, it's not like I'm saying it's a waste of time. But it's like, yeah. man, you know, we're out there doing all this and like to be in and, on, and you have to be in on the phone. I was like, no, at least put in yeah. 20 minutes and build some community. That'd be good. I mean, I'm down for that. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But this right here, dude, is just like, man, I still like out of words, man. Like I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm carrying it everywhere, man. And when I just open it, and people are like, and I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. And they're like, why? Boom! I was like, they're like, what? 
did he just say your name? I was like, <laughs> and then I tell him, you know what you could do with this? You could be in there and say, you could hey, be in there. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, what's up, Bob? Man, I'm happy to reach you. Or you can send somebody of your clients that you already have that they're high ticket and you send them to tell them, thank you for being my customer and sending you your blah, blah, blah. And there's like a, you know, a, a free gift card there or something for lunch. Yep. I'm like, how are you going to change yep. the game with that? Like, there's so many ideas that you can use it. And yeah. they're like, they looked at me like crazy. I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't get it yet. No, okay. I, I yep. think I'm too excited about it. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy who um, I saw use one of these. And uh, I actually talk about it inside of my uh, my coaching program where he used one. And uh it was, it was just the perfect execution of like a direct response campaign with a video box where the outside of the box. So you see how mine says think inside the box, right? Yeah. The outside of his box said there's a hundred dollar bill inside this box for 90 seconds of your time. Right. Ooh. And so you read that and you go, what? And you open it and a hundred dollar bill falls out. Right. And you're like, this guy sent me a hundred dollar bill with this box and it does a couple things, right? Most people will watch these when they get them anyway, but if you put a hundred dollar bill in one, you can guarantee that they're gonna give you 90 seconds of their time and be like, okay, this person is serious about getting my attention. I'm gonna watch their video, right? And then you let your, your video do the selling thing. But that was one of my favorite, you, you mentioned like putting a gift card in one. That was my favorite execution of using one of these things that I've seen so far um, is the guy who did that. It just blew my mind whenever I, I seen it. And I was like, I got to try that. <laughs> Being an entrepreneur, you got to be creative. Yeah, you got the campaign. Yeah. You got to be like, oh, man, I can use it in so many ways. Like I already have all these clients and I send them just a postcard. Now I'm changing it through a video box man yeah. with a gift card or, or you know it's their birthday and thank you for being here with me for seven months and you throw me in a video yep. you know what they're gonna do like you said can you send me some of those big bucks so i can show them to my other friends boom <laughs> there's the money right there yep. that's where you said you ain't gonna invest a hundred of those that's five thousand five hundred dollars but if you can close one or two or yep. shit, even if you say five percent then you already your yeah, it's, it, it's one of those things. So this client in particular was a very big contracting company. So I think, I think they were doing like three or 400 million a year. Ooh. And so if they land one of these clients, it's an upwards of pretty much a minimum of $500,000 and up, right? So we're talking big million dollar contracts. If you land one, right? One pays for the whole thing a hundred times over. A right. hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, and I've got another guy right now who he's a, he's a real estate agent who he's, he wants to send these to, um, I think it's expired listings and he actually has a coaching program that he wants to send them out to. And again, he lands one expired listing, right. And he targets bigger homes, right. Where he, he'll make 10 to $15,000 pays for the whole campaign. Right. And that's just if one of them land. Right. So imagine if you send out a hundred boxes, what if you get 20 of them to respond, Ooh. right? What if you get 10 of them to respond? What if only five of them respond, right? You're still, the numbers are still insanely good. That's why it's so important that you sell something that's expensive before you use one of these things, right? Cause it's like, if you don't sell something that's expensive, it just doesn't, the numbers don't work, right? But like 
for like his situation. Like I, I hopped on a call with him and he, I didn't have to sell him nothing. He was just like, yeah, I could do this. And he's doing all the math for me. He's like, if I just get one, that's like 10 to 15 to $20,000. Like that'd pay for the whole thing. That's yeah, that's worth it. Yeah. We, we got to do this. <laughs> I'm like, see, when you start doing the math and you realize it's like, wow, like that does make sense. Right. It's like, and then when you start thinking through it even further and it's like, okay, let's say we send a hundred of them and 10% respond, right? And only 20% buy, that's that's two. But what if you send 200 or 300 of these things? What if you send 500, right? Or you're trying to cast a really wide net and you send a thousand of them, right? And you get 20% to respond or 30% to respond, right? It's just the numbers just get crazier and crazier. And then you start bumping into fulfillment issues and stuff, ideally, where your marketing is working so good that it's like, pump the brakes, wait, yeah, this like is working too good. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. And so. that's when you saw, like when you saw that moment and you grasped that, it's like, man, 60% and then the next ones and the next campaigns and you're like. Yeah, we started just kind of going ham with these things and this isn't all of them, but we started sending a whole bunch more of these things for ourselves. We had other clients that wanted to do it and kind of reach out to us. And uh, it just got to the point where a lot, a lot of people started doing it and we're still kind of seeing um, more results pour in um, just from um, that original one that we did here. Um, and some of these, which, which is unfortunate, we don't actually get the results back because some of our clients don't share the results with us on the back, which is fine, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, just what we've seen with them, what we've seen for ourselves, it's just been insanely awesome. It's been so, so good. Just kind of the, the, the results that we've gotten from these campaigns. It's been awesome. Damn. And, and, and it's a good thing that if the people that, you know, got to invest in it and they're like, hey, man, I don't really want to do it. You don't want to go through the coaching program and do it. Y'all can do it for them, too. <clears throat> yeah. So we've had we've we've actually got um, uh, we, we just completed a big project for one of our done for you clients where we actually made them three different boxes. Um, and of those three boxes, the only thing that changes is kind of the inside oh, flap and kind of what's on the back. And uh, they actually commissioned our team to um, this was a pretty big project. They had us create um, three different boxes. We're doing three different videos that our, our video production team is actually creating all of the videos for them. Um, we're running the entire campaign where basically all they have to do is pick up the phone when people call. Um, that way they don't have to learn how to build a box or shoot their video or send these things and launch the campaign and run the back end. It's just, we take care of that entire process for them. Um, which they really, really like. So that's good. And that's what I tell people because now, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we're running a lot of things like, and I don't got time. I mean, I, I will learn yeah. it, but then I have to push it, and then I got to do this. And like, that's when I said it's, it's better invested. They're the ones that know how to do it. You're just, like you said, yeah. I'm just going to wait for the call or emails or whatever it is that you're pushing out through. And that's like freaking amazing, dude. Especially when, when you said the guy with the hundred bucks, the, the number one thing was, uh, he put up a hook point in there. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same exact. Like I told you, I started in the digital marketing space and all of those principles translate over into these things. Same thing. It's pure direct response. Advertising is kind of how, how we use them at least. Um, same principles you use online are the same principles you, you use inside of these boxes. Right. Um, Russell Brunson. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not. Yeah. Yeah, I got his book in here somewhere. Yeah, a lot of people love his hook story offer framework, right? Where it's like 
hook them, tell them a story, make them an offer, right? It's just like a very, very clean cut, simple thing. And uh, you can do the same exact thing with these, right? Hook, just tell them a story inside, give them an offer, put the offer on the back, right? It's like, it's all the same. Yeah, I haven't read Hook Point yet. That's that That's that one where they threw the football through the screen. Remember right? we talked about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yep. And I'm like, the same thing. It's like storytelling, yep. Hook Point, using he information there. It's not only yep. one Hook Point. You got to find a lot of these different Hook Points. In the same way, he's like, if y'all don't want to do it, I, we the whole team can create you, the whole team, the copywriting stuff, yep. stuff that it's already working, just like yep. the campaigns you do. Yep, exactly. And those are, that that stuff to me is like that's that's very good because somebody else is taking their time. They know how to. They created that baby. You created this. They know. And us, you're like, oh, I'm gonna do it fast, and then you won't see. That's when the the things start. Oh, it's a scam. It didn't work because you. Yeah. Said, I want to do it when you know that you don't have time. It's not that you don't have time, but yeah. you don't have that <clears throat> initiative that I'm, I'm actually do this thing right. And you just like yeah. boom, 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 and send it. And you're like, nothing works. Yeah, that was a, a huge, huge thing um, that we used to bump into a lot of where people, people would, they wouldn't quite grasp that concept. And it's like the way I always explain it to people is sending a video box, running a video box campaign is just like any other form of advertising. Facebook, mm -hmm. Google, YouTube, LinkedIn, postcards, flyers, whatever, right? If you don't know how to do it, it's not gonna work, right? So you could go dump 10, 15, $20,000 in Facebook ads, but if you didn't do it right, it ain't gonna work, right? And then you're gonna be wagging your finger going, Facebook ads don't work. That's a scam. Blah blah blah. It's like no, that's that's really not it. It's you didn't execute any type of strategy properly, right? Same goes for any of the other platforms that you can advertise on, right? If you don't know what you're doing, it's not going to work, right? Same thing goes for these, right? I always tell people like just because this is a cool advertising piece does not mean that you get a pass on the actual marketing of this, right? If you get the marketing and the messaging and the video and all of the other attributes that are related to these things wrong, it's not gonna work, like it's period. Not. It's just not, like that's just all there is to it. And it's the same thing across the board with all of the forms of advertising. If you don't know what you're doing, then it's gonna work for you, period. Yeah. And that goes for everything, man. Like if you try a new skill or you join an MLM network marketing and you don't see the money, <clears throat> it's, not, it's not them, it's you. Yeah. You gotta put in the work, you gotta build those connections, those relationships and push through. If not, then that's gonna be like, just like me, I joined so many MLM networks before, like back in the day, and I never said it was a scam. I was like, man, it was me, I didn't take action. I blame me, I was like, why would I blame somebody? Why would I blame the company that I know it works? But I gotta put the front in. I gotta go out there and work it. I gotta learn, you know, have yep. mentors, coaches, but everybody wants it like, oh man, damn, that person is 20,000 a month? I can do that, it's not hard. When you get in there and you're like, What's wrong? Yeah. Why? You got to put in the work or, or work smart, leverage work with some others and everybody wins. Just you just got to be knowledgeable, knowledgeable on your skill and put it out there, man. And so yeah. someone understand and some won't. But that's fine. It's like like we said, it's not for everybody. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. You know that having you here. And knowing the people, you know, that listening and watching it and the people that are still going to share this 
and the replay after that and learn something new and the value of the box, you know, like put it in there and tell them about the investment and think about how it is. All of the stuff you said is real. And 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 there's like I said, it's, it's a numbers game. Somebody will understand this. Somebody will not. And that's fine. But yep. there's the, the connections that I got and the people that I know. They already running high tickets, like wholesaling houses, and they already making 80, 100k a month. So for them, this this like right. I said, that's what I saw this. I'm like, man, I want to be in this for a long term. <laughs> I know that if we can work together and I can send you these people and you sell them, and we'll work together and we all win. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what I tell yep. people. Sometimes it might not be you that gonna get this because you're not selling a high ticket. That's fine. You be smart and be like, how can I get in there and help them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why not push them out? Why not start telling people about this? Yep. That's what I'm doing. Trust me. I'm, I'm, sooner or later, you're gonna. I'm gonna be sending you all these people, man. <laughs> <laughs> Send them on over. Let's go. Let's, get, let's build cool a box of boxes. Yes, I'm cool with that because I want them to know about this. That that, like you said, they are already running this ads, and they're not doing it themselves. <clears throat> they're already paying and at marketing company that they know how to do the work. So right. leads are coming in for them. That's now it's them that they got to close the deal. It's not the company. Now it's not the agency's fault. It's like, right. you don't close the deal. That's because they're, you're not good at it, man. Yeah. And they're good. Every time I go out there, they are closing deals. I'm like, I know who I'm going to go to. Yep. And, and this, look at my boy, Christian. He's the one that I did in the morning, digital and e-commerce. He's going to be interested in this. That's I, when I went in the morning. I showed him this. He's, he was sitting in the couch with me. He's like, "Dude," <laughs> and he has a lot of connect more than me. He has more connections that people are willing to do this. So I'm like, man, in my head, I'm like, let's get this. I said, I'm gonna talk to to Caleb in in one on one later on and see how we can work it. And we yeah, all win. I love it. Yep. This is an yep. awesome congratulations. Yeah, thank you, Christian. I thought you were taking a nap, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I left. I left his house. He's like, dude, I'm gonna take a little nap, man. I'm tired. I'm like, no, man, don't tell me that. I still gotta go out there and do the 7:30. <laughs> yep, yep. I love it, dude. But I love this, man. And and this this be you know the beginning of something you know good that we're gonna push out there. And, and like I said, man, I told him, man, I feel like I, I, I'm a kid with a new toy because <laughs> he saw it when I'm like every time I open this and show people, I'm like, wait. Hey, Jesus, and you say that shit just, just breaks it. They're like, can I do that? And that's when I told them, hey, you know, this is an investment. It's not for everybody. And I explained it the same way. And they're like, oh, okay. The people that I know that they don't, I know they're not selling high tickets. So I said, that's not for you. But, that's, uh, that's actually the thing that you're most impressed by about that box um, is, is one of the secrets to making these campaigns work as effectively as they do. And that's the personalization aspect of them, because when people receive something that's some form of marketing that you put in their face that is directly created for them, it makes them it takes them aback. And they're like, whoa, right. The same way that it takes you back. And you're like, he said my name. Right. Because it's like there is a an underlying principle of invested time that you recognize and people recognize when they receive a box and they go, wow. He took the time to speak directly to me in my situation and put this in a, in a box and send it directly to me and stuff like uh, the little post-it note here. That's, yeah. another one, that's another one of the little hacks, right? 
Um, th this is actually a hack that we use to kind of get past gatekeepers um, to get past to, to get to the decision maker. This is actually one of the things that we did um, in uh, in our last campaign to get the secretary to because most of the secretaries go through the mail whenever you're you know sending these to to people who have secretaries, right? That's that's part of their job. And so the idea with that is says for Jesus's eyes only right on the post-it note and so yeah. and it's, it's handwritten and that's real handwriting right yeah. and so they open the box and they're like oh no this is something personal i better go put this on the boss man's desk right and it's worked every time that we've done it because it almost it's not fear-mongering but there is a sense of fear of almost like this is something personal that i'm not supposed to be opening they're supposed to open it i better go give it to them Right. And in many industries, that is the hardest part is getting it past that gatekeeper and landing on the desk of the decision maker. Um, and so, you know, personalization coupled with um, sticky notes and other little hacks that we use are some of the some of the secrets to actually making these things run effectively. Um, and so I, I think that it's super interesting kind of just seeing you're like, oh, my gosh, you said my name. Wait, listen, he says, hey, Seuss. Right. It's like. And it, it makes me wonder, because that's the one bad part about these things is I can't see the reaction of a customer or a prospect when they get one, right? Mm -hmm. And so it makes me wonder, it's like how many other people, they get that and they go, whoa, right? And I've talked to quite a few people who have received a box from us. And they're like, that was so cool how you said my name in the beginning and like, oh, and, and like all this stuff. Um, but uh, you don't typically get to, to see it firsthand. But in my opinion, I'm of the belief that that's part of the why these things work so well. It's not just because it's a cool marketing piece. It's because it's personal, right? When you can make marketing personal and speak directly to someone, they pay more attention to it. Um, and it helps your brand too. Like, I mean, you're doing the yeah. campaign, but that's helping your brand because they're like, damn, I seen him doing ads and this and that, yeah. but this is something different. And yeah. then you got the little USB, I mean, to charge it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yep. And then, guys, maybe next time we can even watch the the Snyder Cuts Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Load the Batman movie onto it. <laughs> That's a, it, I'm saying it it's coming out this Thursday. I can't yeah. wait to see that. Yep. yep. I, I heard about it. I haven't, I, I haven't even, even seen the first, uh, Justice League. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to catch up on that first one before I watch the Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I heard. I'm not not to derail our conversation, but I heard that uh, was that I think he had a child that passed away in the middle of the filming of that movie, and so he pulled himself away from the project. And um, a lot of people didn't like the first Justice League, so they were like, "We want the Snyder Cut. We want the Snyder Cut." And uh, and so I, I, that's kind of what happened. If I'm not, if I'm, if I'm yeah. of the understanding. Have you seen um, the, the 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 intro for this one from the Snyder Cut? Mm -mm, no, I, I I haven't seen hardly any of the DC Universe stuff. Marvel. Yeah, I'm a Marvel guy. I love Me all too, the Marvel movies. Yeah, I love Marvel. But when I saw that Snyder Cut and they showed the little, I was like, what the hell? I mean, they should have waited in yeah. time, let them come back. Even the movie was gonna be, you know, <clears throat> for yeah. months. But his idea is different than the Marvel guy that came in here and helped finish. Yeah. You know. It's not the yeah. same mentality. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm gonna have to catch up on it. I haven't seen any of them. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any of them movies. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, I really don't watch TV. But when, like, like you said, sometimes you just wanna just concentrate. Like, you know what? Let me open the Netflix or the HBO, and I'm like, 
I'll watch a couple of uh, episodes of whatever it is that it looks good. But yeah. every time I watch something, I always take it in consideration that I'm watching it. And then I'm already thinking, like, how can it help me on the business or how can I help somebody? I don't know why, man. Like, I have, yeah. like, two minds. Like, I'm actually paying attention to the movie and I'm paying attention to, like, I'm, I have, like, my notebook. Oh, shit. I can help, man. It looks bad on the movie, <laughs> but I can twist it and it can work right. for me. And when yeah. I tell this to people, they're like, how can you do that? I can barely pay attention to the movie. We do two things at once. I'm like, I'm telling you, I do not even know myself. How am I doing? Right. <laughs> right. right. Like, Call me nuts. If God gave me that gift to be like that, that, I'm good, man, because I'm paying attention and building notes for helping myself or helping somebody out there. <laughs> I love it. That's oh, funny. Yeah. The last thing I want to know before we go, if you can throw out something positive for for the audience that is watching, you know, like I know we're entrepreneurs, we're creative, but people sometimes think that, you know, why are we making a lot of money or because we have rented a studio, we're in a nice place. They, you know, trying to be positive on them that some it's a struggle, it's hard because, you know, you started with the video marketing and all of this stuff. Sometimes you even want to give up, but it's it's just uh i don't want to say uh like it's in us but i don't know it, it might be in us since we were little it's not that we were born with it but through the time we just learned different things and we were like that crazy odd person out of the you know school and like just give them something that you know hey amen something positive and and that they can engage if they're starting a business right now <clears throat> a lot of them are because of covid and everything yeah. everybody's trying you're trying to use the stimul stimulus check on the right time. You know, let me use this to start something or invest on something instead of buying new shoes and new mm -hmm. hat. Yeah. Oh, man. Put me on the spot here. Right? Okay. <laughs> you know, um, so not, not to go too deep down a, a different rabbit trail, but um, I'm a man of faith. And I believe that uh, when God created us and he, he, he created everything. Right? Mm -hmm. And he he created the the animals and the plants and the sky and the ocean and the the and, and space and all of the stars and all this stuff, right? And then he looked at us and he created us. And of everything that he created, we are the only or the only creation that he made that he gave the innate ability to visualize something and create what we have seen in our mind. There's, there's, no, there's nothing else that exists that is able to create things the way that we create things. And so I look at that as a almost an obligation. Whenever you become aware of the fact that you are one of the only creatures in existence on this planet that has the God-given, God-like ability to create something, to take nothing and create something, you have to use it like we are creators right we mm -hmm. are we are people who take things and have ideas and concepts and visions and we're like i see how all the puzzle pieces could fit and go and create whatever that idea is right and so for me i feel um like that's that's my calling is to be a creator the way that god created me to be a creator right and so you know, entrepreneurship is hard. Like, I mean, it's really, really hard. Like I, I, I've, I've been playing this game for, uh, s since I was 16 and I'm 27 now. 
I'm still a really young dude. It's got a long way to go, but it has been a hard road. And I get, I, I get the struggle that some people can feel and go through. Um, you know, and there's times where you feel like giving up. Right. But the thing that always kind of keeps me clinging on to um, and, and keeps me going is the idea that God created me to create and I'm going to create until the day that I die. Right. And so even even when it's hard, I have this I have this thing in my office here, this big sign from Iconic. And it's something mm. that I hold hold tight to. It says persist, mm. because a lot of times right before you're about to find success in whatever it is that you're doing, like that's the point where you're just like, I just want to give up. I just want to be done. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. But if you just persist and you just push on and you keep pushing past the obstacles and you keep pushing past the things that are stopping you, you ultimately find success. I, I've heard it said before. It's like the only people who lose in life are the people who stopped and they gave up. They That's stopped true. creating. They stopped being creators and bringing value into the world. Right. And so, yeah, I feel I like I'm that. fine this, but I, I hope that, that that ends us on no. a positive you ended it up with a, with a bang because we are yeah we are and i seen you you know the music and you play the guitar right or what's the guitar yeah i i play guitar i play piano i play drums i sing um i do a little bit of bass guitar do a little bit of everything <laughs> and that's good though because you're out there in the community going in the church and doing the things that it, it is what we can do it doesn't have to be the same ways but live like live life. Yeah. No matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if you're a person of faith or not, regardless, use your ability to create. Like we are, we are creators. All of us, humankind is creators. Like we are called to be creators, right? It's like, use that. Like, I don't care if you believe in God or not, you're still a creator, right? Go out there and create something go create something, right? That brings value to somebody else's life. It's like, ah. I know, man, it, it, it's it's beautiful how, how you know, when I see it, I'm like, damn, God created us in his own image. Damn, all that power that we have that power, man. We have his DNA in us. Like, and we ha we're not even using all the potential on us to create more, mm. not only that, but to give that value to others make that circle go create like you said we create our own noise to actually yeah. help and actually be there not for the outside noise the outside knows that it's been there since centuries and i'm already talking about you know already know politicians and this and that it's always gonna be there and if you stick to that it's like you just program for that and i was like like a matrix <clears throat> i'm the rabbit that got out of the matrix I'm like, no <laughs> man i'm like yeah i'm believing in god i know he's still here even if people don't believe that he's still here, he's still here. Yep. And the power of praying, whew, that's just, that's another different story <laughs> for next time. Because I've seen it. Even the manifestation stuff, I've seen it in a couple of days. I've been manifesting things that are like the little smallest thing, but those are the, the ones that matter the most. They're like happening. And I was like, hmm. I was like, this is crazy. I said this. And it actually happened. And the next day I said this and it actually happened. I'm like, I must be doing something right. And I gotta, I gotta keep on going in the same path. 
Yeah. And, and being me. <clears throat> God created yep. you as you. God created me as me. I ain't gonna copy nobody. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna be my own character. Right. Like my own little cartoon character. That's yep. what people tell me when I'm like, you're just like a little character from like, but that's me, man. And and you're gonna yep. get me. If you meet me in real life, that's me without the energy. I'm like, I'm gonna push it through. No yep. matter if I have that five percent fuel, and you got it's gonna be 105 <laughs> <laughs> percent. And I'll tell you, I don't even know how I get it, man. Look at this, man. Eight o'clock already, and I still have this energy. Man, it is already eight o'clock, isn't it? Dude, yeah. And it's wow. okay. I mean. I'm about to head out after this. Well, I'm going to finish up my dinner because I didn't finish it. And then I'll head out. <laughs> then I head I out because I got I got a good weekend. I got to go to Austin this weekend. So Very tomorrow I'll come back and do a little bit more work and then just, oh, no, and I got one the interview on Friday. So I got to come back here Friday yeah. for the second interview. But, man, I'm thankful that you were here and it's not going to be the last time. And I know we're going to push something. I'll get back into you. Um, I'll say – did you send me your number? No, right? Uh, I think I did. If I didn't, shoot me a message and I'll, I'll, I'll send you a message. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we'll talk one on one. I guess next week we'll make something up and we'll talk one on one. Like, oh. like last time on a Zoom and see what we can work out, you know, because I mean, to tell you, the, the people that I already know that they're ready to invest in this, we got a chance to get into Like this year, I just want to be helpful, more, you know, doing a lot of things with Christ within me and, and actually flying around, going over there to those people like yourself and meet you in real life and be there and create more value together with you and the people that I met in Minnesota and just kind of like keep yeah. on the stuff like that. What Christ did, you know, he 12 apostles, they walk, but I'm going to fly. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm closing it in with a they walk, but I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly. Oh, dude. That's awesome. That's funny, dude. Hey man, I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been great. Um, yeah, dude, it's been fun. Thanks for having me on. Oh man, no man, thank you, and um, we'll definitely get in touch. And thank you guys for being here in the Push Power to Power Show. And thank you, Mr. Caleb. And we'll see you next time again. Peace see out. Ya. See ya. Thank you, guys. Love you. Much love. I, I know that we're in an hour and five minutes. You missed it. You'll see it again. I'm going to reshare it. I know Caleb is going to share it. I know Christian is going to share it. I know if it's not this week, trust me, by Sunday when I get back from Austin, I'll definitely get the snippet, snippets out of here with subtitles, all of that little stuff, the audio, all of that is going to be done so I can push it out and you can start listening on Spotify, Alexa and everything. So I'm very blessed to be here and I'm very blessed that I had Caleb and it's not going to be the first time you will see him again in another podcast because I got more stuff working on it uh, on my plate. So it's going to be an amazing year. 2021, man, it's like it's almost I'm saying like it's almost over because look, it's March, I'm, April, it's running fast. But as as the year runs fast, man, your life is running fast. So get up, do something. Man, be your own character, love yourself, and love one another. I love you guys and keep on pushing. Your boy Jesus Ortiz, the real Jesus Ortiz from the Push Power to Power Show. Woo! It's out. Thank you. <laughs>